I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome to Birth Welcome Barf. Welcome to Birth Barf. <laughs> ah. Something like that. I brought myself all kinds of bevies and it's not even happy hour Friday. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. I actually, my, uh, it started out that I felt like, not, podcasting is never business. We make these podcast episodes what we want and what we feel like. However, happy hours are really a free-for-all where we drink as many beverages as we can, alcoholic, caffeinated, hydrating, all the mix. And now that protocol is getting closer and closer to my recording episode style, which is like, "Mm, do I want to finish the Mountain Dew I started earlier today as well as my water and get a bottle of wine? Yes. And I have. Yeah. I I got nervous. Like, you know how I have food insecurity. I got nervous that uh, during our pre-conversation that my beer would not be enough in this lovely beer. Drunker than all. Very classy. Yeah. It's the artillery breath. Um, I got my water. So just in case, because I was scared, I got a backup bottle of wine and a glass ready. Wine insecurity. Yeah, I have wine insecurity. I've also had all the snacks. I, I, my current glass is the last of my sparse, spicy barbecue, pairs well with spicy barbecue wine, and I wanted to Did try... you buy a case of it? Did you buy stock no, that's that actually stuff? from last week. I'm not sure oh. how it made it this long, but we didn't, usually I put away a whole bottle on our happy hours because usually I need it by then, um, but, uh, and then I opened up a second bottle of candy, candy wine, which, uh, let's mm. see. It's Sweet perfect... berry wine. It's a perfect choice as an aperitif or with cheeses and light desserts. All right. Not that bad, but it, it does taste like Kool-Aid. And, yeah. And the aforementioned Mountain Dew is back there. Water at my feet. I don't judge you. I like what I like. You turned me on to the grossest beverages that I enjoy. I now don't care about fine coffees at all, which get, you know, like are made here in Columbus and hand delivered to my door. I'm like, I just want a bang. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know what I and said. And a coffee. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Oh, yeah. This is an episode, not happy hour. Got it. Yes. Or it's yes. both. We're not, we're not going to talk about um, the meaning of life, uh, how time is elastic, our <sighs> deepest fears. Uh, our worst memories, know, our best our memories. Our worst memories. No, we're just going to talk about running and racing. Running and racing. Rubbing is racing. Except for don't touch anyone because it's not a cool time for that. Distancing is racing. There you go. It is for me right now. So as our as we have the last few weeks, we've talked about like virtual races we're going to do or that we've done. That's going to be similar to what we do today because we have uh, several races. And I feel like... I feel like we're getting to some of the more intense virtual races. Um, I also, a side note, not related to virtual races, the notifications have started to pop up for adventure races we would be doing. So for example, we should be in Pennsylvania doing the Two Rivers Adventure Race right now. I don't look at that stuff because I don't need to get bummed out. I forgot to take it off my calendar. So it's just Uh, one of those weird things where I think at times I feel like we're on an alternate timeline and when we come out of it, we will mm -hmm. just hop back to where we exited that dimension. That's not I how still, this works. I know no one writes checks, but I still keep writing checks for March 21st, which is today's May. I'm, I'm like perpetually stuck in March. Like I don't, it's a groundhog day for me because all the days have seemed the same. They're just yes. all blend together. Also, I went into my office to do some work. Don't worry, no one was there. But my 
giant blotter calendar is out and it says March. And I felt like, you, you know, in Handmaid's Tale, when, she, when she's hiding in the bunker that is like yes. an old newspaper. Yes. And she goes and there's pictures of people's babies and like, like a bobblehead doll from like the Chicago Cubs. And you just have this eerie, like deep, horrible feeling that the world has ended because like yes. some, some life has left, been left behind. And it feels super crazy and dystopian. Well, guess what? <laughs> I did that. I and totally it was understand exactly that like, feeling. It, it does exactly seem like exactly that. like that. Where it's like we live in a completely different place than we did before. Oh, yeah. I, I completely like remember that, that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so everything felt suspended in time when I went back and my March calendar was still out and I had 17 voicemails on my landline phone. It just felt like everyone had... Picked up and gone somewhere else. So your family, or the the uh, pictures and everything in the offices takes you back to another time, and the words landline phone takes me back to yet another <laughs> different time that is not... We just don't... Is, not as now. many phones as we have in our house that we refuse to take down. There's one everywhere in this house. I love them. We don't have a landline. I love to answer them randomly in front of my husband. Well, like, to make fun of him. Do they like, connect oh, to one another? No. God, I wish they did. Oh, that would that You're would like be an, pretty a, cool. A paging system. Yeah. Oh my God! If we could call each other from the basement to the kitchen, God. that seems like Chuck, it'd be easy enough. We'll get on that. Chuck can figure that out. Please cool. God, Chuck, Chuck, help us out. Um. But yes, virtual so yeah. races. Virtual races. I just did one yesterday, which I may have already been called out by some folks for I don't doing know a why. race that was for children. <laughs> but there's. A- I will never feel bad for being on a tiny ride at Cedar Point and like, wee, I'm on the baby coaster. <laughs> uh, yesterday was no baby coaster. I, I ran the 200 and the 400 yesterday. I would like you to know that I signed up for track in the seventh grade, which would have been like 1994. And I was in track for two and a half weeks. My dad tried to run me around the block to like get me ready once in a while. I ran like one event and then I sobbed because I was dead last and I never went back again. This was all of the pain of quitting track in the seventh grade. <laughs> I don't understand how children put themselves through this much pain. I guess they don't because they don't have 40-year-old bodies. But, but but I think they do a little bit. They do. They do have to push through some pain. But I ran a 200 thinking it would feel like strides. But it's just farther. And it's the just farther amount that makes you feel like your body is filled with liquid poison and that you might explode into like a blood like a blood balloon and just never exist again. It was so deliciously painful. I remember doing track, I think my either my, just my freshman year or my freshman and sophomore year of high school and uh, I did shot put and disc, which is Perfect. what the you know, the taller fucking, bigger girls did. Hoss. <laughs> and one of the meets we put together a Clydesdale relay team like with the throwers Shut and up. We did the four by the four by two hundred. The four by two? Four by four? Maybe it was a four by four. Yeah. I think it was a four by four. Yeah. So did four hundred meters a piece. And I just remember like flying for like two hundred and fifty meters and then I and then just exploding into the sun. <laughs> I yes. just exploded into a million pieces. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember somebody was like, if only there was a three hundred meter relay you would or be- something like that. Like, so I totally get that feeling of your be body calibrating just mm-hmm. a little bit wrong to be like, oh yeah, two hundred meters is a hundred meters. 
No, Mm-mm. it's not. And I've also done a hundred meters before for track and been like, and exploded at seventy meters. <laughs> wow, that's impressive, actually. That's really impressive. Yeah, uh, I I didn't have a track because I tested out a couple tracks. They're all closed, um, with like caution tape and the whole nine. So I did it on a street with headwind or not. That is, you know, I was going to mention that the weather sucked yesterday. It sucked. But I usually thrive in the suck. So I, I tried several attempts at both. I did a substantial warm-up. I did my drills and my strides. And then I was like, all right, let's let her rip. And I was feeling real cocky because I've been doing a lot of speed work. I've been doing solid speed works for 10 weeks straight. Yeah. Like beefy track ladders, like long, hard, sustained efforts, just like all around. So I thought, oh, man, I got this. This will feel great. I needed one 200, and it was the fastest thing I ran all day. And it was like, I, I just felt like I was, like, a, I was going to die. Did you warm up? Yeah, I did a, I, I just said, I did a substantial warm up. Oh, I, I don't know how I miss it. I think I'm still hooked on the weather thing. Like, Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, you're still worried about me. Thank you. I haven't I wanted to go outside to, to yeah. even do anything, like take out the trash, because it's been raining constantly for yeah, the last... Gross five or six days just horrible yeah but yeah but uh, you just did one shot at it is that what you said no i i chucked a handful of them i'm sorry i, I don't know a- where my my brain is it's fine i did a few 200s and four three or four four hundreds and then i was gonna do eight hundreds but i had given I, I didn't know what it was like to give your all in two events and so by the time i was done with four hundreds like, I, I kind of wanted to lay down in the tiny forest that's near my house and just s- s- fucking sob like a baby. Like, I felt like I needed to be held after that effort. I felt like I had been in, like, fight club. And you said, I think your Strava said you did your 240 mm-hmm. 40 that's, seconds? That's my PR by, by two or three seconds. Even at the peak of my fitness when I was, like, San Diego trained, working out with yeah. Morgan at, like, 5 a.m. Cool. My, I don't know if I beat my 400. I'm pretty sure I'm, I just I met my 400, which was, I think, 133, 132. That sounds really messed up and fun. It was messed up. It was messed up. Uh, yeah, maybe it's for children. I don't know. They asked me the name of, like, when you sign up, they say, like, are you a member of a school? And I said, no, I'm a master's. Yeah. Quote, unquote. But then when I submitted my results, it was like, what's your school? And I was like, what are... I, sh- I should have told you this. I'm glad you put Burf Barf. So I also registered for Track is Not Canceled. And I put my school was Burf Barf Academy. <laughs> mm. I thought I made, about making it cheeky like that, but I failed to. That's fine. I'll submit mine under whatever you submitted yours under so that okay. we can accumulate points. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I was going to put in like School of Hard Knocks. And as soon as I went to go press return, I was like, you made the joke of a 45-year-old man. You are a 45-year-old man. Cool your fucking titties and write the name of your podcast down. <laughs> a lot of things in my life have been surrounding uh, the humor of a 45-year-old man. I just got my t-shirt in the mail for the great virtual race across Tennessee. And I don't know if you guys have seen it. And I know that there's probably a lot of people who are excited about it. And I know that I can be a little divisive on this podcast. But I'm going to go ahead and say it's the ugliest t-shirt that I've ever owned in my life. And I have a flesh-colored shirt with prisoners on it. 
from BFC 2016. So, describe the great virtual race across Tennessee. Yeah, I'm not going to bring it downstairs. I'm going to tell you. First of all, it's like a bumblebee yellow. Okay, that's not bad, right? It's the worst. What? Explain this to me. Maybe it's a. It's like worse than yellow. It's like marigold, like like okay. a grade school penny for when you play basketball Got against it. your okay. own people. Not not sunshine yellow. Got no, it. like um, municipal marigold is what I would describe it Ooh, as. Nice. It's of course a man's shirt because that's what lavender do. Because that's I mean they also had even if they didn't have to make nineteen thousand of them they would still be men's fucking shirts. Yeah. And yes, I will complain about it. I don't care. So, it's an extra small men's shirt. So, basically, it's a square that's a crop top. Sounds hot. <laughs> it's also an image of a man, a cartoon man. You know those um, how-to drawings that people always turn into memes? Yes. That the, end up looking a little bit too weird? Like, like the e like guy. The e Yes, e It's yes. like a guy dreaming of bees for some reason, you know? And, like, you Photoshop that into something else. Who makes those, well, by the way? Complete side note, but I don't understand where those just know. come up. Anyhow. The, the MAC paint airbrush experts, I, I love them. So it's that style, with a man on a treadmill dreaming of running over a mountain, with a calendar behind him of the summer months that says, like, run, run every day or run as much as you can. And then the back of it is like a, like a buzzard that's like frowning at the beginning of Tennessee and I don't know like the flag of Tennessee at the end. It That sounds like a smattering uh, of a lot of things. It's just so essentially derb and lass like it is the humor and aesthetic of like basically 50-year-old dudes who orient here. If you can hear that chompy noise, it's my dog chewing on a bone. I'm sure that you'll pick it up in my audio later, and I'm sorry, but it's better than my dog howling. Hey, you know, if kids can be darting around in people's uh, Zoom calls Mm -hmm. while they report the news, Mm -hmm. a dog chomping on the bone is the same, you know? Because we're at the same level as the news. I mean, we're pretty close. We're friends with Andy Buck. Yeah, who's in the news? Who's in the news? Who's in the news? Um, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm mildly stoked about that. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm excited to turn it into a quilt. Is it a soft shirt or is it cotton? It's technical. It's technical fabric. Oh, it's a Did technical municipal marigold. It's municipal marigold technical men's extra small box shirt with a cartoon on it of a man thinking about running outside. It's very jazzy. That said. I will wear the shit out of that golden belt buckle that has the state of Tennessee on it. Yeah, that'll be cool. I will wear the cool. shit out of that belt buckle, because I don't give a fuck what y'all, including my co-host, y'all elitist bastards say about 100-mile belt buckles oh. is the only kind of belt buckle. I mean, uh, I-, I would even say uh, it's 100 miles or more, so this definitely goes in the or more category. Yeah, it's 1,000K. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to wear the shit out of that jazzy belt buckle. Oh, Thanks yeah. for the weird shirt, but... That's going in the, the pile over the there. Quilt pile, yeah. Yeah, oh, and if anybody has tips about t-shirt quilts, I will take them, because I am going full-blown from scratch, never made a quilt before, I know I need to, like, iron on some backing to, like, give it some heft, but, like, boy, oh, boy, you got tips, send them my way, for the love of God. You know what they say, when you make a quilt, 
for the first time. First, do it out of your most treasured belongings. (laughs) (laughs) Cut them up and then glue them together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure uh, you need to Google no sew t-shirt quilt tutorial. (laughs) No sew. Yeah, you just cut them to the edges and then you tie them together. I feel like I made that mistake. There's some of that, like, hemming, the hemming material that you just, like, iron together. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Super glue. Mm. Hot glue. (laughs) No, 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 no. We're going to go legit because I need something to sew for the entire summer. Because that's probably how long I'll have nothing to do. How many shirts do you have? Like, how many? You wouldn't believe. I mean, for the... 24. 24. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you have They're in to a perfectly folded pile right over there? Did you have to select the twenty four? Yes. What are you gonna do with the ones that don't make the cut? Um, the ones that don't make the cut are teams I've been on. They're not necessarily races I've done. Got it. So they got sort of weeded out, or they were bike events, and I felt that they were too old. Oh, okay. These are mostly relevant. I. I have not, because this will be your second t-shirt quilt, right? Because you got, you had the first one done. Did Scotty have it done or did you have it yeah. done? Scotty, Scotty had it done for my birthday. It was the best gift ever. Yeah. Um, so I haven't, I haven't done any t-shirt quilts yet. And that's definitely what I'm holding on to my t-shirts for. And I feel like by the time I do it, it's going to be like a king size comforter. You won't. Yeah. You'll have to make two. Or more. Yeah. You wouldn't believe how much the king size one costs. To have it made. I've so, looked a couple times so I can... It's like $500. <sighs> it's worth... I mean, like, when I know now, going into, like, how to set these things up, like, that's worth... Not having yes. to do it yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But I'm bored, and I just finished another crafting project, so I'm on my way to a new one. All right. It seems meditative. That's when I, That's the only thing that I can sign off of there, is that it seems meditative to sit and just sew that much. I've been sewing a lot lately, and it is so much better than watching TV. Mm. It's really, really helping me. I'll consider this. I don't think I have only the Only because I look at a screen. I look at a screen from literally 6.45 until I sleep. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's like a, like factual. Yeah. Other than the hour that I'm running, that's it. I think that's a reality for most people. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. That can't be good Those for our brains. Brain. We're all going to be stunted from this. Um, yeah. Okay, so you got your yeah, race across so yeah. Tennessee. Pick, yeah. Uh, I got my tie-dye Yeti shirt. Oh my God, I want to see it it's so It's really good. good. It's also boxy, but because it's tie-dye, it kind of goes. I think I'm going to try some kind of modification to make it some kind of like hourglassy mm-hmm. shape because, man, it just it's too hard when a shirt is like huge around your waist and then it just sits up on your hips. Like... It's either that or I'm also just going to crop top it. Like, I'm just, woo! Yeah. Yeah. That might be the move, too. Uh, But the the tie-dye is really really good. I also thought it was really cool. So if you did the Yeti Challenge, uh, Jason Green, I think is his name, who does, is the, he is Yeti trail running or whatever. Um, He sent out the image file and said, like, hey, people have been saying they want to get all kinds of stuff with this logo made. Here's the image. Put it on whatever you want. Oh, how Which I nice think is really that? cool. Like, Super. Yeah, because he was saying their supplier, who they were trying to keep in business, they, they like, sold out of the tie-dyed shirts. <laughs> like, sold out of some other stuff. So it works so well wow. 
that their distributors can like keep up. So he was like, here's the logo file and have at it, which I thought was a great idea. That's rad. That's so rad. Yeah. I got a notice today that my stuff for Limitless Vert Week, which starts next Monday, that's been sent out. Uh, so that Ooh. should be coming soon, which I'm really excited about because I got the sweatpants. <gasps> wow. They're just, Very I mean, they're jealous. gray sweatpants that say limitless on the leg, but I've never gotten the, I've never gotten like the race pants or anything like that because usually I'm like, they won't be the right size, but I'm just, I, I've gotten another pair of huge, 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 huge dumpy sweatpants that I got to do Sheltawee. And I was like, I'll just get another huge pair of pants. So I'm hoping they're just giant sweatpants. Um, that sounds amazing. I'm, I love that. I'm stoked. Um, yeah. I'm on the cusp of signing up for an Ara Viper race. They have the Insomnia series where you can either do, like, they have a very small distance to a very large distance, or you can do every single distance per day at, throughout the week. But I'm pretty sure you have to do them all at night. I'm almost positive you do. Oh. That's why it's called the Insomnia series. Um, but you can get a buckle if you do the total amount for the logistics of this, I don't know who dreamt it up, but they're bonkers. They're b -b 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 bonkers because, like, in order to figure out what awards you can be up for, and like, if you just run the regular race, it's just like, sorry, but it's like a felt award, and I was like, mm -mm 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 -mm. which means I definitely have to run seventy miles. Bummer, because I would like a better award. But I think I'm gonna sign up for one of those. I don't know which one. Maybe the one with the snake on it. The snake is pretty good. Yeah. I also like the one that is not an animal. I think it's like a... The lightning one. Yes. I want that, that one, too. That one's pretty good, too. But that one is like 123K, and that's essentially a 100-miler. Wow, it is. And you have to do it at night. You have to start at night. So it's kind of like... I looked at it, and I was like, 122K, that's fine. I can... Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's a lot of K. That is a lot of K. So huh. I'm going to pick one of those because I am going to decide not to do Mohican. Because it seems irresponsible. Dude, I wasn't even thinking about that. Are you already registered for it? For Mohican 50. I yeah, didn't even a, think about that. We've been talking about this and I've just been thinking about it abstractly. It was my training for pacing 50 miles at Leadville. Because you train the distance. You train the distance. Otherwise, pacing's a lot less fun. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's true. So, yeah, I was going to run Mohican 50, and that was going to be my basically my big race for the summer until the speed bag of September happened, which it won't, which is fine. Uh, I have to brace myself for BFC not happening because it is the crowning jewel of my year next to what is now another crowning jewel, which is Adventure Race Nationals. But... Uh, I have to brace myself for the fact that it might not happen. They have discussed paring down the field, mm -hmm. which would kind of be amazing because... I would think you'd be included in that pared down I'd field. Be, I would be in it. Unless I, it's I mean, locals only. So that that would be maybe, the... Maybe locals only, but I'm seated at 6th. So every year my number has been lower. And now a lot of people didn't make it back last year mm -hmm. or didn't finish. So if they have a race that's seated that's pared down, I get to go. 
It would be really kind of cool, but also eerie and depressing. It would be a mixture of things Although, if you did BFC with a small... Can you imagine a burn. how great it would be to not have as many people? Like, just from a flow perspective, mm-hmm. that would be mm-hmm. pretty great. Yep. Yeah, and then murder hornets wouldn't kill me on the way up Bird Mountain, because I could run at my own speed. But I won't count on it, because I won't count on anything. Yeah. Nothing's happening ever again. No, and I... I mean, I've got beer. I got a needle and thread. I mean, like, what do you want? Dogs. What do you want me to? I mean, I got dogs. Yeah, you're good. I, I do think job. I am holding out a little bit, and still probably more than I should, that Adventure Race Nationals will happen because of the nature of the event and the fact that they could accommodate that. Like, that yeah. is that is one benefit of adventure racing or orienteering. Like, I feel like those are going to be the events that start back up sooner because it is more distance like even though there's groups of people being there you can set up different start times and then people don't interact with each other because no you spread out like shotgun shells yes because you and i are constantly trying to stay in the group of people at these things and it never happens (laughs) like Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) we're immediately alone (laughs) yeah not fast enough or we just decide that we're making a better decision which we did by the way and just dip and just deal deal uh do you have another uh, virtual race update before I yes. get into my lockdown sitch? Yes, but it's after, it's after, I'll talk about Limitless and prep for Limitless first, and then you talk about lockdown, because I think mine will be shorter, and I would love to, I would love to hear more on your stuff. So, cool. uh, like I mentioned, Limitless Vertical Week starts next Monday, goes to next Sunday, Lauren's birthday, May 31st, and uh, I am going, I'm shooting for doing... At least Everest, which is 29,000 feet. Holy and if I can keep cow. it together, I would really like to double Everest, which is 58,000 feet of gain, which are not real numbers. That makes my eyes water. My eyes are watering involuntarily. Now, I could be I could be totally remiss and do like day one towards what I'm planning to do and be like, what is this? <laughs> and I'm still going to be like, got my sweatpants, but... Uh, I like the idea. So I have, I still have not run in two and a half weeks. I haven't run since the last beer mile I ran. That's the last time I ran. Yeah. Or the day after. That's the last time you ran was the first beer mile? That can't be right. Cause I did my half nope. marathon after mm-hmm. that. No. It was close. It was in that same time period. Maybe that week. Anyways, it has been at least two and a half weeks since I've run anything, but I've been doing a lot of treadmill miles this week and Going up doesn't hurt. Doing Kirby doesn't hurt. So I like the idea of doing something really challenging that I think I can still do. Enter Limitless Vert Week. So just to give you guys some numbers, and I know I've mentioned Kirby a thousand times before, but she's one of the loves of my life, so I feel like I should go through this again. Kirby is a curbside treadmill. Picked her up on the side of the road for free. Put her up on block. She's now at a 24% grade or 24% uh, yeah, 24% grade. So for every mile I do on Kirby, I get 1,314 feet of gain. What this means is that if I want to Everest... Oh, yes. How many miles? I have to do two hours of Kirby every day. If I want to that double Everest, I have to do four hours every day. That's a lot. I think you should pick... A real like a show that there's a lot of that is beloved. I've also like, considered. <laughs> I've also considered two hour chunks. Those are like perfect movie chunks. So I might use it. Usually I don't like 
do movies when I'm doing cardio because it stinks to watch like 45 minutes or an hour of a movie and then have to stop in the middle or whatever. What are the notes? What are the Um, notes of your wine? Fresh cut garden hose. Baseball mitt. So it's it's quite dry. (laughs) Mulberry. Oh. Shoe. Hmm. It's a lot of rubber, uh, <laughs> rubber themed notes. No, it smells like berries. It's, I mean, let's be real, y'all. Um, as a non-wine person, I I know exactly what you mean when you say cut hose. So, uh, yeah, but yeah. So, so I've thought about doing movies, movies for each chunk and doing like what two if you hours like in the, the classics. What if you like watched all the classic movies that like people are like you have to know these movies? Where you like start with Citizen Kane and do like no you'd be so I bored. think I need more trash. You need trash. I knew I knew it. You need something trashy. What if you watched 90210 from the beginning? Oh, not, that's a good that's a pretty good idea. Also, this is this is not trash. I've never watched Downton Abbey. Mm. It is D- Downton Abbey is 90210. It is. Okay. That's not a metaphor. It, I, my dad calls it the show where women wear silly hats, they drink a lot of tea and nothing happens. But for me and my mom, uh, I, I mean, I've told you before and probably on this podcast, it affected me so deeply on an emotional level that I was on the bike rollers and I stopped pedaling and I fell off the bike and then I just laid down on the ground and sobbed. But tell me, is it classy? Because I don't think I want something that's classy. It's not classy. Okay, it's not classy. Okay. There is lewd sex murder really homosexuals uh yeah yes i mean some of it takes a little while to you know stew Mm -hmm. but there are multiple murders lies contempt going behind one's back so maybe i'll give this a try maybe i will give that a try even though when i said trashy movies i was thinking of like how to lose a guy in 10 days like mm-hmm. going through Matthew I think McConaughey's that what you pre-Oscar of, catalog. What you desire of trashy, you will receive from Downton. It's a soap opera. Okay, I can. It's do also that. very funny. I can do that. I I give it the highest praise, and and not in a way where like it's something that I would like that I would be like, you might hate this. I know that you'd love it. And pretty much everything that you say that I really love, I do. Like, Letter Kenny is a key example where I'm like, mm-hmm. You were like, stop whatever you're doing and watch this stupid show. And I was like, yes! These are opposite ends of my taste spectrum. Like, if you had to put caps on the end of the spectrum, you just named them both. <laughs> also, this is very neurotic, but I'm just... Because I want this to be as... Uh, brain free as possible for me i'm going to set up like either one of the tablets or the laptops with a movie or tv show like down abbey so that i can have my phone free to also like look at social media mm-hmm. while i watch a movie yeah, yeah, because yeah. i need that level of like oh yeah if you're like nothing's happening here my brain hates this <laughs> yeah. what do i do i need to look at something i'm yeah. very aware of what i'm doing i don't yes want to. yes 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 respect as someone, I would, if I could turn it around and show you, as someone who has three computers and four screens and a phone up right now, not <laughs> exaggerating, I fully get you. You've reached full mission control status. Absolutely, because I have to be able to zoom with work while logging into the VPN while also doing my own fun work, and then I have to have my phone. It's the most efficient way. 
So yeah, uh, listeners, if you have any uh, dumb movie suggestions, I'll take those too. Because, you know, I'm going to end up doing... Don't even math. I think I'm doing 44 miles. Minimum? Just to Everest? Or the double to Everest? Everest? To double Everest. I think double Everest is 44 miles. And okay. the fastest, or the slowest Kirby goes is 1.6 miles per hour. And I wish it could go slower. Because I will say now, like, it takes me 37 minutes to do a mile on Kirby. And it, mm. I do not, when it's done, I feel ready to get off. So the fact that I'm uh. going to be doing that, we'll see. But I also haven't had a goal specifically on Kirby, so I don't know how that feels. But yeah, so that will be my week next week is two, at least two, if not four hours every day on Kirby Trudging ever upwards, going nowhere. Fun. Uh, you have the lockdown adventure race coming up this weekend that you're gonna do, which I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just like, I'm so something about you doing it like so soon because I'm like a do it later person, and you're always the like, I can, so I should. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the only way that I can because I have Monday off. Yeah. There's a lot of this that gives me anxiety, I'll say. And so I sort of feel like a person who is under training for a hundred miler saying like, I'm going to get what I get. Like, I'll just get, you know, like do what I can. Like, I'll just do what I can. Like, I'm not like, I'm not like in it to win it, you know? So like, if something goes terribly wrong, I'll just do it again another weekend. Like, if it's not fun, if it makes me cry, if I can't sleep enough. Because there's a lot to get done. And I should a say, lot. so there's uh, however many stages there are, and I'd love to hear those details. Seven, seven stages? Eight stages? Seven? Seven. Seven, seven stages. Uh, for example, one of them's like three hours on a bike or whatever. If you're having a really bad time and you just putz along on a bike for three hours, it's still three hours, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is the way my brain works because my anxieties are usually about how fast I have to go or how hard I have to push. So I'm like, yeah, but if you can go as slow as possible, then that takes that fear away. But that those are not the only fears. I have logistics questions about this because you need 10 geocaches, 10 successful geocaches throughout the weekend. So if your watch is started and you know that on your four-hour road bike ride that there's a geocache on it, do you leave your watch going or do you pause it? I would say you leave it running. Because you're doing something that's part of the race, right? Yes. And if it was an adventure race, the time would keep going. That's what I think, but it's going to be, that's something, because it can take you a long time to find some. So I've plotted out 12 geocaches in three of the areas that I'm going to. Calm Toys told me to plan for 20 in order to get oh, 10. Oh, because there might be some that you just have to bail on. Yes, like a lot. That's a good idea. I had not considered that. She's she's giving me a boatload of tips, and I... Strongly suggest that you also consider them. Well, I'm just going to go do whatever you do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do the tag-along thing this time. (laughs) So, I'll just tell you a couple highlights instead of... Unless you want me to tell you about the whole thing. I want to hear everything. Okay. Okay. Here's here's my little buddy, the itinerary, which I've already smudged a bunch. What is the logo in the top right corner? Is that a lock? It's a lock. It's a lock that I drew. It's good. That you do. It's a lock that you do. So Friday, I needed to, I need to run a mile at noon to get my no days off. Priorities. Is, 
it, it kind of hurts my feelings a little bit, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to run a mile. And then my race will start at 3.15 p.m. as soon as work is over before my happy hour with my friends. I'm going to do one hour of strength building, which is required. It's standard. You can't deviate. And then I have a two-hour non-bike, non-run session. Go so back. I'm gonna, what are you doing for your strength training? I'm going to do an hour-long YouTube video of body weight exercises. Cool. It says arms and abs. That's what it says in the instructions. I saw that. I think that's a little terrifying because there's not much that I can do for an hour from the waist up that's I will not going to you, wreck me. I will send you a beautiful workout that's arms and abs where it's just like arms out, pulse. Arms up, pulse in. Okay. Arms down, pulse down. It's like not, you're not like doing like butterfly jacks. Okay. Don't tweak. Don't, don't tweak, know. bitch. You, you overestimate the functionality of my arms. <laughs> well, maybe so. So then in the evening, so I begin my race at 3.15 p.m., which means I have until Monday at 3.15 p.m. to finish because I have 96 hours to complete 21 hours of activity. Friday to Saturday, Saturday to Sunday, Sunday to Monday. That's 72 hours. Monday to you Tuesday. Have you have days. 96 hours, right? Yeah, four hours. So four days would be Friday to Saturday at 3.15 would be one day. Saturday to Sunday at 3.15 would be two days. Sunday to Monday. Monday to Tuesday. All right. But you're starting Friday at 3.15, right? So -hmm. then it would go to Tuesday at 3.15. Well, that's good news. (laughs) Or just with a through. Sharpie fucking plan next to her face right now. I mean, no, that's not right. You've got it. Is that really wrong? Wow. I'm a I think kid. so. Isn't 90, 96? I don't know. I don't have a calculator. You have to look it up right now before I explode. I'll scream You're at right. you. You're right. It is four days. Because I know that three days is 72 hours. So four days is 96 hours. Friday to Saturday. Sunday. You're right. Monday. You're right. Tuesday. This is great news. This is great news. I'm going to reformat everything. This is great. Great news. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's great. I feel a lot less shitty about this now because oh, I good. can move. I can move a four hour something to another day. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, part you of the You also just want to hammer it out, though. That seems kind of fun, too. Woo. Well, the tentative plan right now, without math or understanding days and how they work, or increments of 24, I'm not even a little bit embarrassed about this because I've failed math every year since I was three, uh, my, my two-hour non-bike, non-run is a dance marathon, and part of the quota for this is that you have to do an activity is completely after sunset and before sunrise. So that is from 8.47 p.m. to 10.47 p.m. And I don't care if I've found a caveat. It's not a caveat. It's the rules. So I'm going to, I will be live if anybody wants to join me. Awesome. Doing a dance marathon. Uh, on Saturday, I'm doing a four-hour road ride on my bike. Trying to get at least four geocaches in the morning. Where are you going? Um, I am going, like, down Groveport ways. Because I know that there's a barn, I know that there's a graveyard, and I know where they are. Cool. I'm going to come home and I'm going to sleep, and then I'm going to do a five-hour... This might get changed now that I have Tuesday, but I don't know. But think, even if you do do one of those Tuesday, then you're going to have... You'll be done at work at three, and then go till eight... Or seven on a Tuesday? We think about it. Okay. For now, I'm doing nine hours of activity on Saturday. 
I'm doing a five-hour multi-sport because I don't have a boat. I'm doing a mountain bike trail run combo at Alum Creek. I'm going to do a mountain bike loop and a run loop alternating at P2 on and off, on and off, on and off. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sunday, after I've eaten my weight in pizza, I'm going to do a three-hour run at Sharon Woods from 7.30 to 10.30. There are four geocaches there. Maybe. Say that one again. That three whole hour thing. Run at a three-hour run at Sharon Woods at 7.30 a.m. on Sunday. Cool. And there that's the trail run? Mm-hmm. You can also trek, by the way. Cool. Just in case you were interested. Uh, I'm going to sleep, and then I'm going to go back out to do a three-hour mountain bike ride at Chestnut from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. And then I'm going to eat my weight in pizza. How many loops at Chestnut will that probably be? Three hours. I mean, I used to be able, when I was in good shape and knew how to ride a mountain bike, I could do a 45-minute loop, but... So, like, three loops? I would say I'm going to go for two and a small, because... I know me, and I don't have handling skills anymore. Plus, chestnut's scary. (laughs) It is. It's a little beefy. Um, And then Monday, I'm doing a three-hour bushwhack with Scotty. He's going to bring the dogs and stay on trail, and I'm going to go off trail. There are seven geocaches at Great Seal. That's awesome. That'll be so fun. Uh, A lot of them have been, I don't know, hard to find, so we'll see. Um... So I guess this thing about having to end, that's not true. But that's my tentative plan. It's a lot of working out. a lot. Also, don't you feel like you're doing a world tour, like, compared Mm -hmm. to your travels as of late? Like, the one day you're going to go to Groveport and Mm Alum. That's so festive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I hadn't even considered that. It is festive. Yeah, I mean, maybe I will keep it down to the small amount of time that I've packed it into because... I just feel like if this went on for another day, I might, like, start giving up. If this went on for another day. The quarantine? No, no, no. no. Or if you took the extra day. the lockdown race. Yeah, I think I might start giving up by, like, the middle. I I feel like if you stretch it to one more day, you're just going to be like, why didn't I just leave this three days? And no matter what you put on that fourth day, you're just going to be like, ugh. Well, Yeah. Just with work, I don't think any activity that's three hours or more is going to fit into my evening. It'd be kind of stressful, too. Oh, also, that wouldn't work anyways, because you have until Tuesday at, at 3.15. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't work, because I have to work. So you planned it exactly right. I did it. I'm the smartest. The only option you would have if you needed it was, like, Tuesday morning, if you needed to bump something to butthole early. I already butthole. work at 7 a.m. Yeah. But <laughs> So that's my plan. So cool. It's gonna kill me. It, it I'm is as a lot. scared of this as I am of Adventure Race Nationals. I, I And you know what this gets me? An entry to win a to win a prize that five people win. That's all it gets me. There's that's lots it. of prizes though. There's lots of can, prizes. If I can find ten geocaches. You'll be able to find 10. Remember, you are a navigator. You have a lot of navig- better navigation skills than other people have. So, And you've also done geocaching before. So that experience, I, I think, like helps geocaching. you. 
I do like geocaching. What are you doing for, isn't one thing, so there's like graveyard, ruins, and coffee shop? Is there like... Yeah, I'm just going to like go stand outside it and take a picture of it. I'm not going to go in it. Yeah. Well, no, I was wondering if there was one that you were you were considering. Uh, I'm seriously going to go to a Starbucks because that's on my way oh. through Groveport. Cool. Unfortunately, there's nothing charming that I can think of. I'm just going to do the most effective thing. Yeah. Did you see uh, Calm Toys pictures? There's like whatever ruins she found are magnificent. Like, I'm sure they're somewhere obvious, but like it was like a brick wall with a bunch of like rounded top windows. And I was like, what the hell is this? Yes, please look it up. I will. I will. I'm glad you got to talk to her because uh, I, uh, as I've mentioned before, I would really love to hear all about Laura's experience with lockdown. Maybe we should do like a lockdown recap episode once all three Ooh. of us have done it because that would be I really fun. I love that idea. Yeah, we should yes. make that happen because I, I need to feed my race report monster. Like I need to hear all the details. I need to know what she ate. I need to know what how many times you went to the bathroom. I need it. <laughs> that is a minor concern because I haven't gone to the grocery store and the race starts tomorrow. Mm. Amazon. Amazon Fresh. Amazon Fresh. I've literally never done that. It's a uh, Prime now, but it just on Amazon, there's like a store selection that says Fresh. Or you can also get Whole Foods delivery through Amazon. And they don't they don't mark up their prices from Whole Foods, and it's like a it's like a four dollar delivery charge or something. Be sure to tip the driver, of course. But you're by no means out of the window of having good food at your disposal. Okay, good news. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. That's very smart. Ooh, I'm so excited for you. My ass is gonna hurt so bad because I have I usually bike twice a week when I have a job. And now that I don't have a job, well, I also, I biked a little bit to work and back every day. And I sit on a bike at work at least two hours a week, minimum, minimum, sometimes five hours a week. And I haven't had my ass in a saddle in 10 weeks. This is going to tear my butthole off. I've been trying to get, because I haven't been inspired and running has been hurting quite a bit. I've been biking quite a bit, especially since Arbor got a new bike, Andy got a new bike, like, mm-hmm. um, and I've been so happy because this is probably the first, the first time since I started riding a bike last year, this is the first time that I feel like I've ramped up okay when it's come to the sitting part, because usually it's like, no, no riding, you and I go to Yellow Springs 50 miles out, 50 miles back, and it takes me the whole 50 miles on the way back to sit in my seat, <laughs> like, before yeah. I feel yeah. okay. So I'm up to being able to sit in the seat for, I would say, maybe three hours pretty comfortably before I start to, like, fidget too much. And, like, it really, uh, I'm usually, like, like, 30 minutes before I need to start, like, getting up out of the saddle. So I'm like... Okay, okay. That's awesome. That's substantial. This is not the bane of my existence. Like, you know, and I'm just trying to do it so that when Adventure Race Nationals absolutely does happen, I'm like, it's okay. Riding a bike is a thing that I do sometimes. No, not me. I used to feel like it was in my arsenal. Like, I get on my Bianchi and my old, like, racing kit and feel like this isn't so far off. Now it feels so far off that, like, I remember being, like, 10, 11, 12 
and like finding my leotarded tutu from when I was like five and six that I would wear a war tour recital and being like, I can still wear this, right? And like putting on a leotarded tutu and being like, oh no, this is not for me. I don't ever want to dance. This leotard doesn't fit me. I look like an idiot in a tutu. <laughs> That's how I feel about my race kit right now. So, ooh boy. See so how that goes. This is this is the thing though. You and I just have like we have a a bucket or a bowl or a plate or whatever you want to call it that we keep full between the two of us. So mm-hmm. you have taken the running miles. I have taken the biking. So Fully. it's okay. I've Fully. got it. I, I'll carry the biking part because you. you can't right now. You take the running miles because I, will. I cannot. This I is where you carried miles. me. This, this is where Jurek carried you. This is where Jurek carried you. When there was one set of footprints, it's where Scott Jurek carried you. Um, I feel like I have like other lockdown questions that I like desperately want to ask you, like nutrition or what your pack is or what you think like the hard parts are going to be. But I think that's like a that's like an after thing. Yeah. Because I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. I'm going to go super light on all the packs because I'll have a checkpoint at the multi-sport that's my car. So I'll just load in, load out um, a Camelback to a, probably a, like a super hyper light pack. Yeah. Like the Solomon 5 set back and forth with my... Osprey mountain biking, which is super heavy and kind of like inflexible. Yeah. Uh, because I know Calm Toys did hers in the middle of like a tornado. What's your weather sitch? 85 and sunny. Whew. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're Nothing invincible. About it. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, if you crunch it all, well, I've done harder things. I just, uh, I haven't done them. At this speed bag effort. that I've done them in long chunks or in short bursts. But I haven't done short bursts over many days. Although remember, you do not have to go fast. You say that, but Kraft's brain still says you're in a fucking race. I'm glad you still have that. Again, one there. of us needs to have that. I don't. I would be it's like, still there. hey, if I sit on my bike... That counts. <laughs> I know that it has, like, it's there's no standings, but there's just something about my brain that's like, uh, quarantine is not, has not tempered my, my competitive nature. I want to, I still want to win everything. It will be pretty cool, and I don't know if you'll be able to compare this, but it will be pretty cool for you to see potentially how many miles you've done for legs compared to other people. Like... You know, I wouldn't just, look at something like that. No. I would never compare myself to someone else. <laughs> like, it would be pretty cool to be like, oh, shit, I did a 50K during my roads running yeah, yeah, section. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to happen. No, but like, because I'll, be, I'll be looking miles. for geocaches. Yeah. So, no. Oh, that sounds like fun. That sounds like yeah. fun. So yeah, that's, it might be. So that starts... Uh, tomorrow the 22nd. Good luck. 3.15. Godspeed. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's a really I'm, big thing. Um, I'm mostly stoked. And, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think those are the big things. Lockdown coming up tomorrow. 
Limitless Vert Week starts next Monday. You and I will both be hopping on and off social media plenty between your dance party and me uh, making odes to Kirby. Uh, I think there's like <laughs> different awards for different days uh, from Limitless, like best treadmill picture. So I'm imagining some kind of like sexy picture of the Vitamaster 790 while I sprawl across it in a foot costume. <gasps> I think that will be my treadmill post. So I'm, you know, telling our listeners and giving away my giving away the goods for free. But um, that's the kind of stuff I'm thinking. But I love it. I, I can't wait. But in the oh, I go ahead Br- briefly before we before we log off here. I got I received this week when I went to a um, safe packet pickup, and I was the only person in the building, so I was really stoked on that. I wore gloves they, and a mask. How did they make that happen? You only allow one person in the building, and you have to wear gloves and a mask, which I brought my own. And then you stand away from the front desk, and you tell them your name, and then they put it in a bag, and they hand it to you, and you leave. Awesome. Um, But I received my entire packet for the Choo Choo Nine Miler, which is a a Westerville classic. It's, I have, I don't know, 50 medals, maybe more. I'm not sure how many. It is the best medal I've ever received in my life. It is a bronze train with, like, what do you call this thing? I don't know. The thing that you pump, the thing that you pump on both sides, like yeah. an old-timey cartoon. It slides, and it is also metal, and it slides on the railroad tracks on the top of it. It's... Uh, the craftsmanship it's, and the cost it took to have the metal be able to move, it, it, it boggles the mind. It's very good. And the t-shirt's great. I mean, everything about it, it was... Mm, mm. So good. Proof that you can have a weird concept that's still executed to a high taste level. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, that's it for me. I can't wait to tell you how my lockdown race goes, and I will update you next week. And please update me along the way as you have energy to do so. I shall. Until next time. We are. Burp barf! Burp barf!